Hey mamas, you are listening to the Motherhood is Ghetto podcast. We all know motherhood can be a beautiful thing, but girl, it can also be ghetto. Join me as we discuss some of the best and worst parts of being a mom raising kids, all while trying to figure out this thing called life. This ghetto is a safe space, mamas. So welcome to the hood. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of Motherhood is Ghetto. My name is Joy and mamas, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast to listen to, okay? (laughs) It has been a minute. A lot, a lot, a lot has been going on. So it's going to take me a few episodes to catch y'all up. But um, I wanted to do this episode. I've been waiting to do this episode until I was feeling in the spirit, feeling a little more in the spirit because, like I said, a lot has been going on with me and in my life right now. But I cannot wait to dive in it with you guys and share with you guys all that what's been going on and bring you guys up to speed. And yeah, again, just hopefully... You get something out of it. Um, It helps you. It encourages you just like always. So, but I feel, I feel so grateful and I'm happy to be here with you guys. I'm happy to be recording this podcast for y'all all all to listen to, but I just feel grateful. So um, we're going to dive right into it today. First off, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? If you're feeling good, if you listen to this, wherever you at, just say amen, amen, if you're feeling good. <laughs> um, I've missed y'all. I missed y'all, for real. Um, it it has been, I want to say, it's probably been over a month since my last podcast. So I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy and I'm grateful to be here. So let's get into it. So some of you listening may already know what I'm about to say, <laughs> but for those of you guys that don't know, and you already didn't know, death is ghetto. <laughs> so five months to the day that I buried my husband, my brother passed away. My brother passed away on March 17th. And um yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a little bit eerie that it was 5 months exactly from I I buried my husband on October the 17th, 2022, and my brother passed away 5 months later to the day. And uh so I've been dealing with that, you know, over the last month. It'll be a month. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a month now um, since my brother passed away. And I just kind of want to share with you guys how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Because I've I've experienced death back to back. And just a little bit of a reminder, I have never experienced death so close to me um, before. 
this in this is the first time in my adult life that I've really experienced death very close to me. And it, it started with my husband. And I've never had any other close, real, real close relative to me pass away. Um, I think I explained in one of the other episodes, like, um, my mom's sister had passed away and like, uh, my grandfather had passed away, but it was just different because, you know, I wasn't with them every day. Like I, you know, didn't interact with them on a daily basis and losing them didn't have a severe impact on my life. Um, but with my husband, it definitely did. And with my brother, it does too. So I kind of want to dig into, you know, dealing with the shock because his death was also very sudden, um, just like my husband's was not expected, just came out of nowhere. Um, and talk a little bit about wounds that opened back up that had started to heal when my brother passed away. Um, having PTSD, man. Like I definitely, I got some, I know I have some real PTSD going on and having to look my kids in the face again and tell them again that someone that we love dearly because Jason, that's my brother's name, Jason. (laughs) Um, he was, he was a great uncle to my kids. Like he was very involved in their life they would go over his house for sleepovers like so he was that uncle to them and me having to tell my kids again that we lost someone again it just opened up a whole bunch of wounds that were just starting to heal not completely healed like it was you know I was getting there and you know we were working on it and it was just like the wound just ripped right back open but in spite of that, I'm happy to say that I am I am happy, healthy, hurting, and healing all at the same time. <laughs> uh, so all four of those. <laughs> um, and it's crazy because it's like my feelings are, it's like it's, it's a whirlwind. I do feel happy. I do feel healthy. But I'm hurting at the same time, but I'm healing. So it's just been a mixed bag of emotions going on with me, but I'm taking it in stride as best as I can. I think for me, I really was more concerned with my parents um, because both of our parents are still living. Um, So I really felt bad for them. And... A lot of my, what I felt around like my emotions and with him passing away so suddenly, like, I was just like, oh my God, like, I, I, I know how I feel, but I can just, I, I I just, I can only imagine what my parents are feeling. To lose a child is something that I, I, I mean, I've had a miscarriage before, but it was a little bit different because, you know, it wasn't like a, a full-term pregnancy and, you know, it was within like the first, you know, three months of the pregnancy. So I didn't have like a, a full-fledged, you know, attachment to my child. I didn't get to raise this child from a baby to an adult. Like I wasn't spending every day with this child. So um, I just felt their pain. I felt it immensely. 
And all I wanted to do was just make sure my parents were okay. Um, and they are okay. I'm happy to report that they are okay. Um, my mom is, (laughs) my mom is doing the best she can and I'm giving her the space to grieve how she sees fit because I do want to be there for her and I definitely like want to be her rock and her support, but sometimes she just needs to be alone. And I understand that. And I gave her the space to do that. So, um, but I'm happy to say that they, they are doing good. They're doing better. And that's, you know, I I can, I can be okay with that and I can be appreciative of that. Um, and with my brother passing away, it's with my brother passing away and my husband passing away, it's put my parenting, the way I mother my kids, it's really put it to the ultimate test. How I show up for my kids have has been impacted in such a major way, but a positive way. Sometimes the way I show up for my kids can be a little bit negative. And the reason being is because you, when you experience death back to back, it kind of puts you in that headspace like, like, fuck, why am I doing all this stuff anyway? Like, why am I trying to, you know, reach my goals? Why am I trying to be a better person? I'm just going to end up dying anyway. And it kind of demotivates you. And I'm not going to lie, like, I've I've had those feelings. Like, damn, like, it doesn't matter. Like, everyone that I love eventually is going to be gone. And what does that leave me with? What's the point of trying? Like, what's the point of, like, trying hard to, you know, put put messages out there, make people proud? What's the point? Like, what's the reason if the people you love the most and that you care about the most are going to be gone one day? And I hate that, you know, I ever felt that way. Um, But like I said, it's, it's helped me to show up for my kids in a positive way too. Because of the fact we went through what we went through with my husband, dealing with Jason's passing was a bit easier for us. Now, not speaking for my parents or my other siblings, because I got three other brothers. So I don't know what they're feeling or what they're going through, but I know at least for me and my kids, dealing with my husband's passing helped us to deal with this a little bit better. It still hurt the same. It hurt like hell. Like I was just, <laughs> I was just a mess because Jason was really my bro. Like he wasn't like a brother, like, like you hardly talk to like, cause I got, I, I have four brothers. He was one of the four, but he was the youngest son. He's older. All my brothers are older than me, but he was the youngest son. And I do got brothers that I don't talk to on a regular basis. Um, and I hate that for us. I hope that with Jason passing, we can be better at that. But I hate that for us. But Jason wasn't that bro. Um, I didn't. I normally didn't go more than a week without interacting with Jason in some way. We worked, we worked at the same job. 
<laughs> so I would see him on a regular basis. But even when we weren't at work, we were texting each other, sharing funny videos with each other, like making each other laugh, like cracking jokes. <laughs> so that was my bro. Like my, like, we got the same parents. Like we got the same DNA blood flowing through us. Like he wasn't like a, like a play brother, like a brother I didn't see very often. Like that was my bro. And, and with us being so close in age, we, we were only 18 months apart. It was almost like having a sibling that was my age and that I could relate to in a way that I couldn't really relate to my older brothers. And no, no shade to them. I love them. I love all my brothers. I love all my siblings. But me and Jason just had a different type of connection because we were closer in age and we spent a lot of time together. And he was one of those brothers that didn't mind his little sister hanging out with him. Um, so I, growing up, I hung around my brother a lot. And I, I was into the same things he was into. And he taught me a lot of things. And he's the reason why I'm such a big anime fan. And he's the reason why, like, I love electronic music. He's the reason why, like... I love art because he was a dope ass artist. Like he's just a he's just a reason for a lot of the things that I'm into and that I enjoy. So when I say like, you know, I really like I felt some real pain behind losing him. Like I felt some real pain. And I know in it was in the episode that I did after the Words from Solomon episode. I remember telling you guys that I didn't want this podcast to be about death. I didn't want to talk about death all the time. You know, I wanted to, you know, keep it on the, you know, the track of talking about motherhood, struggles, triumphs, you know, good, bad, positive, negative, and really give you guys a podcast that you can relate to and come to laugh, you know, you know, get some comic relief, all that stuff. And that is still the purpose, the path. But I can't help but feel compelled to express and share this side of motherhood. Because especially if you lose, if you're a mother with children and you're dealing with loss, your family is dealing with loss, there are a lot of adults now who experienced that same loss as a child and didn't know how to process grief, didn't know how to grieve. Maybe in some cases weren't even allowed to grieve. And I want to, I want to at least share how me and my family go through this, are going through this. So that way it'll hopefully give you guys some insight or inspire you to just not shy away from it because death is something that no one wants to talk about. We, it's the only thing in this world, only thing in this life that's a hundred percent guaranteed <laughs> and we never talk about it. We live life like it's never going to happen to us. But I'm going to quote my husband again. Ain't nobody getting out of this motherfucker alive. Nobody. Period.
So I'm hoping that me sharing what I'm going through hopefully encourages you and inspires you to be open with your children and just just deal with it, process it, move through it, however you see it best to be for you and your family. Like, I'm not here to tell you the right or wrong way to grieve because that's not, that's not me. I'm not going to tell no other grown woman what to do, how to do it. But my goal is to, like I said, inspire you to come up with with a way for you to grieve with your family that best suits you guys. And as mothers, our our children look to us for that guidance. You know, they look to us like, well, what next? Like, what are we going to do? And we have to be ready, as ready as we can be. So hopefully me sharing with you guys, you know, helps to prepare because it's it's just one of those things that's going to happen and it's going to keep happening. We're going to keep losing our loved ones. And and grief comes because we love them. And I don't think and it's it's just a part of loving someone. And when you lose them, you grieve them. So I don't think it's a topic that I should shy away from on this podcast. And I don't think that it's a topic that we should shy away from, from our children. If it's happening and we're in the thick of it, then we should embrace it however we can and just move through it. And, you know, and that's how, and that's how I feel about that. So, um, in later episodes, I probably will, you know, touch on more topics about grief and check in with you guys and let you guys know how we're doing and stuff like that. But also, too, we still going to keep it cute. <laughs> we still going to keep it funny over here. We still going to keep it a little bit ghetto. Um, but I just really feel like I really feel like I need to share with you guys like on some real shit. Like I need to share it. Because somebody needs this. Somebody needs this. Like, for real, for real. I don't know who, I don't know where, and I don't know how or when they'll need it. But I just know that someone needs this podcast. Someone needs to hear my voice. And I've actually, I've actually, at work and, like, outside of work with other friends, like, I've talked to people and I've kind of shared how I've been feeling in my perspective on, you know, losing my husband and losing my brother. And I swear to y'all, I've had at least five people come back and tell me like, Joy, it was something you said that really stuck with me. And, and it's happened multiple times. So that's just confirmation for me that what I'm saying, the words that are coming out of my mouth, like they mean something, they have meaning. And they're, they're helping someone like it's, it's, it's resonating with people. And I don't want to stop that. I, I, by nature, like I love to help people like that. That's just my nature. So any way that I can help the next person, like that makes me happy. It makes my heart happy. So 
Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about my brother. Um, like I said, we were pretty close in age and he was just next to my husband. My, my brother was my best friend. Like if I was ever going through it with my husband, I never had, I never had to explain to Jason what I was going through. I never had to go into any detail. He could just look at me and he would feel my vibe and know that it just, I was off. And he wasn't one of those brothers that was like super serious. Jason was, Jason was silly as hell. Like everything was a joke to him. Like <laughs> he never took anything really seriously. So he would always just do something to make me laugh. Like, like just be silly or something like that. Just to, just to make me laugh and to see me smile. And Jason really wasn't an affectionate person. Jason wasn't all about the touchy-feely. He wasn't all about the hugs. I can pretty much count on one hand how many times my brother hugged me. But it, I, I didn't feel a lack of love. You know what I'm saying? Like, he showed me love in other ways. And the last time my brother actually hugged me was after my husband's funeral. And he, uh, we were at my house and... I I was talking about something. I was saying something. I can't remember what I was talking about, but he came over and he gave me a hug. And I was like, wow, like, <laughs> like you're hugging me. Like, this is awesome. And he was like, yeah. He, like, he said something like, yeah, I don't get used to it, you know. But I really appreciated him at that moment. I was like, wow, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, I didn't need hugs from him all the time to know that he had love for me. Um, because like I said, he showed it in other ways. Um, so yeah, Jason, he was just he was just a real cool laid back person, like kinda like me. Um and I really am gonna miss him. I truly am. Like I said I got I got three other brothers and I love them to death too. And if they're listening to this right now, like y'all, I hope that we can get a closer bond with each other, you know, check in on each other more often. Even though honestly, I feel like since I'm the younger sibling, y'all should check on me more than I reach out to y'all because I'm the youngest. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> tomato, tomato, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I hope that we can, you know, strengthen our bonds and our relationships and just I'll see them all where we're planning on having a celebration of life for my brother um in a couple weeks so they'll all be here so maybe we can like you know get together like on some real shit and like just enjoy each other's company because it's I think the last time we were all actually together like all of us was when I got married because all my brothers and my dad and my mom, they all gave me away. And I think that was the last time all five of us were in one place together. Like other times it's just been four of us or it's been three of us, but never all five of us together. So this would be pretty cool. And I hope that it's something that we can continue, like maybe every year get together, like, you know, 
or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm really going to miss Jason. And, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit of how I'm kind of processing this and how I'm feeling about it. I'll, I'll share with you guys what Solomon told me after Jason died. We were sitting having dinner and my sons, they were talk. my sons were talking about, um, if they cried when, uh, Jason passed away. And my youngest, he said, um, he said, I cried when uncle Jason died. And my son Solomon, he said, um, he said, I didn't cry. He said, I felt bad for uncle Jason, but I didn't feel as bad as when dad died. And my son immediately looked at me like immediately and was concerned that maybe what he said might have hurt my feelings. Now, pause. First of all, I love that for him because when we were going through what we were going through when my husband passed, I told them, like, it's okay to feel what you feel. It's okay to express what you feel because I'm going to be expressing it too. And don't feel bad or anything about how you choose to express your grief, your loss, because it's your grief. It's not mine. It's not your brother or sister's. Like, it's yours. So, but just know that I'm here for you and I love you. So, (laughs) resume. The fact that he noticed that that might, I might feel differently than him. And he just took a minute to make sure, like, mom, like, like, are, is that, like, are you okay? Like, are you good? Like, so I immediately saw his face and I was like, son, it's okay. I said, that's, that's all right for you to feel that way because it is definitely a different feeling than when we lost daddy. And for me, it's different too, because it's like, that was my bro. (laughs) And it's different when you lose your husband, because you have a connection with the person differently. You have a different physical connection. You have a different spiritual connection. You have just er all the connections that I have with everyone in my life are different. So losing my husband was a different type of hurt than when I lost my brother. And that was really pretty much what Solomon was trying to convey. Um, so I appreciate him for that. And that just let me know that the compassion that like I'm teaching my children, you know, it's, it's getting through and that made me proud. So, um, I'm glad that, they know and understand and recognize their own grief and they're processing it in their own way because I've had countless messages from friends and family saying that when their parent or their sibling died when they were young and as children, they didn't, they were not shown how to process grief and, or at least in a, in a healthy way or a way that it would help them heal. And I've also been told like how open I am with my kids and the work that I've done to heal myself while helping them heal has been an inspiration to them 
And I, I fuck with that. Like, I love that. Because, like I said, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm healing, but I'm also hurting all at the same time. But I'm embracing all of it. I'm embracing it for what it is. And and I think that I, and I don't think that it's about strength. I get that a lot too. A lot of people tell me how strong I am, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate y'all recognizing that. Um, but to me, it, it goes a little bit deeper than strength. For me, it's really about looking inward and really facing like my demons head up because I, my mind has been to some dark places. You know what I'm saying? Like it really has. And it takes so much for me to pull myself out of that. Like take a look inside of myself and say, bitch, no, and just pull myself out. So when people say that I'm strong, that's what I think of in that regard. Like, yeah, I am pretty strong because I've pulled myself out of some dark places. I've pulled myself out of some dark mindsets. Like I'm talking like dark, like, you know, my kids will be okay. Like if I, if, if I'm gone today, my kids will be good. They don't need me. Like they're, they're fine. They'll be straight. They got this person, that person. But then I had to, again, to look in my, within myself and be like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Can't nobody raise those kids like you can. So no, that's out. Get that out. Come on, let's get up. Like, let's, you know. And I'm proud of myself for that. So I think the strength that people see, it, it, I think that's what they're recognizing because, like, I wear it proudly and I smile every day. And I wake up every day and I tell myself, like, I feel good today. I feel great. Everything is as it should be. I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm healing, and I'm hurting, but I'm okay. So I love that for me. And and like I said, it just it it takes you have it, it takes the I just honestly I endeavor to persevere every day. Like despite the obstacles and the challenges, I endeavor to keep moving forward. I can't go back to the past. I can't. Now, granted, sometimes I do. I think of shit like I, my mind does wander and I, you know, you can't just not think of the past. Like you just can't, but I endeavor to move forward, to keep moving forward, to keep looking forward. I endeavor to do that every day. And, and for me, like that's worked for me and really staying rooted and grounded in my gratitude. Not, not saying things like, well, um, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, like they wouldn't want you to be sad. Like not that type of rooted. It's like, I am really rooted and grounded in what matters and what matters to me at the end of the day is that my children feel love, I feel love, and my home, like, my home is a calm, peaceful place, not chaotic, not in turmoil, not 
you know, just drenched in like worry and sorrow. Like, like that's what means the most to me. And that's what grounds me. So every day when I go out into the world, I think of how can I make my babies proud today? How can I make myself proud today? How can I make my, my husband and my brother smile up in heaven? Like, what can I do? Like, because at the end of the day, y'all, death is something that a lot of the times when we lose someone that we love, right, we think like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? Girl, they're the ones that are dead. They happen to them. Their death is not something that happened to you. It happened to them. You're just feeling the ripple effect of what happened to them. But we automatically, some of us automatically translate that into, oh my God, this is happening to me. Like, how could this happen to me? Like, why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do? Like, and it's not that. We got to take our ego out of this. And for me, I don't, and and I will say when my husband died, like I did have those thoughts, like, oh my God, like out of the 7 billion people on this earth, why my husband, why this day, why now? You know, like I had those thoughts and those feelings too, but then like praying and, you know, changing my mindset around it and asking God to give me understanding and to help me heal in the best way that I could. It helped me to put losing my husband in perspective that this isn't this is that was their life. They had their time and whatever they were on this earth to do, whatever purpose that they were here to serve, they served it. So I have to stay focused on what it is that I'm here for, what it is that I'm here, like what my meaning is here and what I'm meant to do. I have to stay focused on that. And I can't keep going back to, you know, why did they have to leave so early? Why are they taking from me so early? And it's like, it doesn't matter because they're gone now. Those questions are null and void, <laughs> um, so to speak. And and I just every day, like I, I'm just I, I'm rooted in my gratitude, and I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful that I got to share an experience with the people that mean the most to me, like. These people, I always say I don't want to get into spiritual shit because I don't know what y'all believe, but I'm I'm just going to speak my truth. Like, I really do feel like everyone is connected, yes, but I feel like the people that are in our lives that actually we get to become a family with, you know, be related to, have relationships with, like, we're all in contract with each other. We all chose before we got here before we got incarnated here, that we were going to be a sibling, uh, be a wife, be a husband, be a daughter, be a son, be a nephew. Like we all have a contract with each other and we all set out for a purpose 
and to establish a relationship with each other for some reason. So I'm just grateful that those two souls, Jason and Jahari, chose to have contracts with me. Me, like little old me. And I feel so much, I feel so much gratefulness. I'm honored. I'm honored for the people and the souls that are in my life right now that are still living, that are in my life and enjoy my company and enjoy what I do. Like root for me, cheer for me, clap for me, concerned about me. Like I'm grateful for every last one of them. My kids, like I, I, I feel like me and my kids' souls have a contract. They wanted me to be their mother. And I wanted to be their mother before we were even in our bodies, like in our human bodies. Like that's truly what I feel. And I just, I, I can't be mad at that. Like I'm just so grateful for it. And so that's what I mean when I say like, I stay rooted in my gratitude because I'm here and I have another day to live my life. Live it how I want to live it. Find my purpose. Live my truth. Find my, pursue my passion. Pursue my happiness. All that stuff. Like, I feel like I should be speaking some spoken word poetry or something like that. But that's truly how I feel. And just as a mother, helping my children pick up the pieces. You know, after two back-to-back losses, it's been tough, but together as a family, like, it's really, like, shown me that we are, like, we're strong. Like, I, I couldn't ask for a better team. Like, I think of my kids as, like, my teammates. Like, we're a team. Like, and I, I couldn't ask for a better team to go through this with and... Like and we're 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 going through it and we're getting through it and I'm just so proud of us. I I just I don't know how else to say it. Like I'm just so proud of us and you know motherhood in general. It's not glamorous. Like it's not always fun. It's not always games and vacations and happy times. It it gets real. Like the shit gets real. And. For me, this podcast, having it here for you guys is a place to come and hear insight from someone who's living it and from someone who's humble enough to share, you know, their wins and their losses. That's why this podcast like means so much to me. Like that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I love y'all. I love y'all for just, I just love y'all for being here. And that's one of the other things I'm really, truly grateful for. And just, I just hope what, if you take anything away from this episode, it's just that the, you have to, you have to live your life. You have to run your race. We're going to lose. It's inevitable. Like there are times in the race that we're gonna lose. But it's at the end of the day, it's not about the defeat. It is about how we move forward from it. The things that we do 
to pick ourselves back up, the things that we do to just keep moving forward, celebrating even the smallest wins when we do win. Wins don't have to be big and extravagant, and losses don't even have to be that either. But having enough, having enough gratefulness and grounding to know that, you know, it's not going to be like this all the time. It's not going to be sadness all the time. It's not going to be hard times all the time. And keep looking forward to the best and the bright future that you can envision for you and your family and your children. Like, that's what matters. That's what's important. And I just, I feel like me and my children, we've been so resilient and we've just like, we've embraced the fact that this is, this is a reality of life. And I feel like now my children understand better and I feel like I'm equipping them and I'm preparing them to continue on into life because one day they're going to lose me and they're going to lose their grandparents and other aunts and uncles. And the longer they live, the more they will lose. And, but that's okay because as long as, as long as they and we stay rooted and grounded in what's important and grateful for the things that we have right now, and the things that we had, I feel like my children will be okay. And y'all will be okay too. And I will be okay. So, with that being said, mamas, I'm going to land the plane here. I have some other episodes that I just, I want to, um, I can't wait to record for you guys. Um, I went to Dreamville Fest, amen, amen. <laughs> I went to Dreamville Fest at the beginning of April, and I'm going to do a recap on that. Like, I had a time, y'all, like, and uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about where I'm at right now. Uh, It's been six months now since my husband passed away, and I want to talk to you guys about how I'm feeling about uh, new relationships, possibly dating, all that stuff, and just kind of share with you guys where I'm at when it comes with that. Uh, But those will be in later episodes. But mamas, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me. I'm so sorry this episode is so long overdue. But I really wanted to, I I wanted to do this right. And I just wanted you guys to know that I'm okay. (laughs) I'm good. And, And I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys for rocking with me and listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at motherhood underscore is ghetto and until next time mamas thank you so much for listening to today's podcast don't forget to follow the podcast and share with anyone who you think may enjoy it and follow me on instagram at motherhood underscore is ghetto also feel free to dm me if you have any experiences opinions or views on motherhood you'd like me to share on the podcast until next time mamas Thank you.